0: Okay, so I did a little bit of research really quickly and I found a whole bunch of Cats and Dogs trivia that you all might have missed. Mm -hmm. So the police captain's name is Fleming, a reference to the writer of the James Bond novels, Ian Fleming. Whoa. Also, the name Tab Lazenby is a nod to actor George Lazenby, who played James Bond in Her Majesty's Secret Service. And he's voiced by Sir Roger Moore, who played Bond in seven movies starting with Live and Let Die. <laughs> did Whoa. you know? Here's here's some more trick. When the robot cat sheds its fur, it says meow like Arnold Schwarzenegger, a nod to the Terminator. Wow.
1: How do you say meow like Arnold Schwarzenegger? What does that mean? I <laughs> thank, did IMDB.com. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: what does that mean?
1: Whoa, meow! Meow. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Get to the
0: meow. Run. Like I,
1: I, Get to the little box. I didn't catch that because I was too busy freaking out over the of the Terminator music sting, which I think <laughs> da, is the far da, more da, obvious da, da, da. reference. Meow. Dogs, they're
0: coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. <laughs> Are you okay Big shot? Fine, good. No, not good, not good. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) barf. Welcome to Dog HQ. Three hours ago, we intercepted this transmission. I will enslave all mankind. (laughs) You can't begin to imagine how dangerous he is. (laughs) Our worst fears come true. We have no other choice. (gasps) Meow. Cats and dogs will have, have to work, work together. Oh boy. Well, welcome to Rough Cuts, we, we watch Cats and Dogs 2, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. So I am your host, Ilyan, and obviously we have got co-host, Boyx. Hello. And we have special guest. I'm like, how would you like to be introduced, actually? I never thought about that. I'm like, do you want, do you want your internet name or your real name? I don't know.
1: Well, they're both internet names. I'm uh, I'm behind seven layers of internet names, so you'll never ah. find out who I really am. Uh, but yeah, you can introduce me as Jordan, uh, but I, I sometimes, for my channel names or whatever I use, Drinking With Skeletons, but I, that's the channel I'm Drinking With Skeletons Monster.
0: Perfect. Okay. You you did uh, the extra step of watching <laughs> Cats and Dogs 2 and you thought the two meant that you had to watch it twice
1: <laughs> well no what really? happened is i i watched it once for our original uh, original sh- uh, scheduled recording days um and then that was a week ago now it's a week later so i figured i'll watch it again to refresh oh no did you actually watch it three times yeah, I watched it oh three no. times oh my God. because i didn't know we, we were planning to watch the film together before recording
0: I thought that Boykes mentioned that to you.
1: <laughs> Maybe he did and I just forgot. I don't oh, know. That's... Oh, I'm so
0: sorry. Oh, I watched it wow. twice just today. Oh my god. I thought, see, I thought that was just the twice. Thing.
2: This is coming from the person that watched Cats and Dogs and Son of the Mask for fun as a kid.
1: <laughs> well, I was a different person then. Di- yeah. yeah,
2: especially <laughs> when you felt awful. Yeah. Which those movies will do. But also you fell awful.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, you just got to pretend to be sick for your parents. And, you you know, you can do, like, the traditional methods. You can, you know, stick a thermometer into some hot water that you've hidden under your bed. Or you can make yourself sick by watching Son of the Mask.
1: <laughs> <And> you'll be <laughs> vomiting all morning.
0: Some people
2: watch The Price is Right when they're sick. Son of the
1: Mask, though. I pretended to be sick just so I could watch Son of the Mask.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so you... Watched Cats and Dogs as a kid, which is why we decided on watching Cats and Dogs too. And apparently there's a third, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: the third was direct-to-DVD, so you know they, they didn't pull out all the stops for that one like they did for this film. No.
2: Uh, just to refresh anybody who maybe didn't watch the first episode or hasn't seen Cats and Dogs, that is a story about a beagle named Lou who gets caught up in a spy agency story of stopping a cat called Mr. Tinkles from making all humans allergic to dogs. And then they massacre a bunch of, like, mice or rats or something, I think, in a factory.
0: This is really good as a refresher for everyone, particularly me, who has blocked out all of Cats and Dogs 1 and spent Mm -hmm. the first ten minutes of this film going like, wait, this seems familiar. And then you went, we watched Cats and Dogs 1. I went, no, we didn't.
1: <laughs> went, no, 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 no,
0: we did. We did a whole episode on it. I went, no, we didn't. That's bullshit. I didn't watch Cats and Dogs. <laughs> and then about like 20 minutes later, I went, wait a minute, I remember Cats and Dogs 1. It's true. <laughs> it's flooding back. God. Stop fucking with me. I didn't watch that movie. I would know. <laughs> I would absolutely know if I watched a bad movie called Cats and Dogs.
1: Once they introduced the, the memorable returning character, Lou the Beagle, you, you immediately knew.
2: I did not recognize that that was the Beagle from the first
0: movie. I, like, I actually, it. that didn't clear yeah, anything. No, I was it like, who
2: is this dog? Who is this?
0: The part that really nailed me was when they reintroduced Mr. Tinkles, but now as <laughs> Hannibal Lecter.
2: Yeah, what? Which, <laughs> Why? you know,
0: kids movie. Kids love Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, kids love that movie. The last bird who stood this close to me. Well, I enjoyed his company with a plate of fancy feast and a nice saucer of milk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the trivia says, this movie contains nods to Lethal Weapon, 1987. Mission Impossible, 1966 version. The Silence of the Lambs, 1991. Batman, 1989. And the Bond films. Nods to the Bond movies include Goldfinger, 1964, Moonmaker, 1979, and From Lush, Russia, With Love, 1963. Which, yes, does in fact make the most recent reference in this movie, Twenty some years old at the time that, of it.
1: That is not true. That is not true. The most timely reference in this film is hamster dance. That's okay, the that's the <laughs> hamster dance, which is still like seven years old at the time this film came out.
0: I, the thing I'm so Boykes mad about that. Actually <laughs> called shot at like forty minutes into the movie, Boykes just goes, "Oh man, they should have really just done that bit with the hamster dance." And Jordan goes, "Right, oh, well." <laughs> 45 minutes later. Yeah, There's a scene where the cat's going
2: to the meow agency with our main character dog, and the alarm that signals that you need to go sounds kind of like the hamster dance. So I'm like, oh, it's the hamster dance. Why didn't they just put that there? That'd been great. I would've hated it. They had a perfect opportunity to make that doorbell, the hamster dance, and they did not...
0: <laughs>
1: My mouth is sealed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Ah uh, god damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't
2: you dare. They can't hamster dance me in the year of our lord 2022. What year is
1: it? <laughs> For this movie it was. Boikes boy's boy, wake up. Pandemic 2022. Come on, we have to watch it's 2010, we have to watch cats and dogs too. Oh no, it's happening again. We've
2: already done this. I think I'm stuck in a death loop. And then fucking forty minutes later
0: <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> it's literally the hamster dance. You can't they, do they they this. Have
0: it with me. Which is a t- done by a twerking squirrel, which I find <laughs> really kind of upsetting. It
2: was it was really weird that it was twerking. Yes, why you is- <laughs> that that squirrel had cheeks? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That robot stuffed... squirrel had cheeks. Oh yeah, it's not a real squirrel. That's important. Squirrels though. are well known for having stuffed cheeks, and this one sure did. <laughs> it's true, it was twerking its cheeks it's full it's of stuffed nuts. Cheeks were just- Super yeah. Spark. Okay. Anyway. Great. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. That's, that's good for me. Oh
1: my God. Your mission, should you decide to accept it, will be revealed at HQ.
0: I'm Michael the Clark Duncan. But
1: first, a little dance. Fuck you, you! I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> what? Aren't you glad?
0: Got'em, got'em! him! Got
2: him. How... the
1: hamster dance goes to a man.
2: How the fuck did I call the hamster
1: dance? <laughs> what?! Well, you see,
0: the writers are hack-frauds, and if there's one thing that you're good at knowing, it's hack-fraudism.
2: Of all fucking things, I called the hamster dance.
0: Talk to me. Our firewall's been breached.
2: Man, there's a lot that happens in this movie, and there's so little at the same time. But I—I I guess we could just go through it, unless you have something specific you want. I'm to talk already about going through,
1: through it. Oh, no,
0: <laughs> you've been going through it for, and as a oh, matter no. of fact, for two weeks. You've been going through it, <laughs> yeah. and I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, I. As far as yeah like there's a lot that happens in this movie and also very little. I would say that a lot of the very little part of it is that you I mean do you need me to read the number of references that it's this It's mostly a reference movie. Yeah, but yes. it's, it's
2: it's references the kids wouldn't get. A
0: yeah, lot of exactly. It. So well, like all of it, yeah. It, it
2: it makes sense to put jokes in for the adults, but it feels like all the jokes are for the adults.
0: Yes. I was going yeah. to mention that much later on in this, about yeah. just that I I don't remember a lot of Cats and Dogs 1, but from what I do remember, I think this is a much more enjoyable film as an adult, just because I'd the agree, fact yeah. that there's, like... That, that being said, I think it makes it a worse movie overall, <laughs> because it's super <laughs> not for children. It's just all Hannibal Lecter references and, like, James Bond jokes. Like, the they pull in a James Bond villain, and the James Bond villain they pull from is Jaws, whose most recent film was in the 60s, right? Like, yeah. Henchcat pause.
1: Now that, that like, seems silly on the surface, but can you name a villain from James Bond films from this century? From this century? Oh, from this century?
0: They don't uh, make... They don't make Bond movies anymore. They don't make Bond films anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> what are you talking I actually, about? <laughs> I actually could. Le <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> like fair. the Casino Royale villain, like the bleeding eye thing. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that's his name, right? Mm. Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't even oh. think Bond is like that popular in the zeitgeist anymore. Like, really, they make I... Bond movies and people go to them. I never see people talking about Bond
0: movies, right? Like. <laughs> I I think that they're probably still pretty timely. I think there's still a lot of cachet for Bond, considering how much... Yeah, if you just mention who the next Bond is going to be on, you mention who's going to be the next Bond on Twitter, boys, and then see how much response you get because you'll we'll get a. Yeah, I think that you will be shocked at the number of people that give a damn about James Bond. I'm not saying that they should. I'm saying that you'll be surprised. But if they made Weird Al Yankovic into the next Bond, okay. See, yeah, well, I'm tweeting now. We now we got a fucking
2: Yankovich. movie, Bond. right? We got a movie. Ah, uh, anyway, so this film definitely has better CG than the first. It's also, you know, later. It, the CG yeah. in the first yeah. is like PNG, mm-hmm. like, yes, JPEGs, badly cut. <laughs> like it's real bad. Yeah, two thousand one. It's two yeah. years
0: after Toy Story. Like
2: yeah, yeah. But so so the CG's better. better. Uh, I feel like the jokes are better written. Even if it's mostly references. Mostly references. Uh I I also think the plot is a little bit thicker in a way. Cause there's more going back and forth instead of just like I don't know yeah. <laughs> the first one. I, I it's definitely expanded on from uh the pre or not the prequel, the first movie, I should say.
0: As much as I as much as I'm going to kind of make fun of the fact that in a children's movie they decided to just like reference Moonraker and From Russia with Love and stuff over and over they did take the James Bond idea which was kind of the point of the first movie but they didn't do anything with and in this one they actually leaned way into it which yeah It's stupid in a way, but also, at least it has, like, a consistent theme and stuff now. So there is that. Uh, We should probably get into what the movie actually does, though.
2: Yeah, Um, so, okay, we start off at a a satellite station in Germany. And there's a puppy outside. So... Was it supposed to be in Germany?
0: Yes, it's German! You can tell by the German flags. Oh, I totally... Okay, so... Because Fred Armisen is the guest here, and he talks in, like, a Russian accent. Yep, he he sure does. And he has a yushanka, which raises a lot of questions as to the timeline of this film, because that that makes it seem like Eastern Bloc, but that... It's Germany. Now (laughs) I'm... Now they're I understand just... why Jordan was asking me at the beginning of this, like, wait, do you think this is Eastern Bloc? Because I, I thought, like, it was a Russian station, and I'm like, oh, they think the Soviets are still around? And you're like, oh, it's in Germany, and now, like, now it's really fucked up. Sorry, Jordan, go ahead. Yeah,
1: of the three writers yeah. of this film, how many of them do you think believe the Berlin Wall is still up? All of them. <laughs> 100%. All of them,
2: yes. I... Yeah, so, but anyway, there's there's a puppy
0: outside of the satellite station very inconspicuously. Uh, an extremely cute golden retriever that is just at yeah. this remote satellite station <laughs> in the mountains. No no problems yeah. here. So he takes the puppy inside.
1: Found a new companion for you. Say hi to your new friend.
2: His bloodhound starts barking at, at the puppy. So he takes the bloodhound outside. He's like, hey, stop barking at that dog. That's a good dog. It's a good dog. Which then the puppy closes the door, locks him out, and starts. Well, first of all, I don't know if you want to say what happens with this this puppy,
1: Jordan, but
2: <laughs> I'll give that to you, I guess.
1: I guess uh, if you you want to take the more, the more literal approach, or at least the way you see it from the perspective of the other dog, uh, the little puppy skins itself, reveals that it's actually wearing a fake puppy skin, and that underneath is this film's charismatic, iconic, new villain, uh, Kitty Galore. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. CGI puppy's up to no good. Oh my god.
2: It's a gross cat. You know, the last time I saw an animal unzip themselves was cats 2019.
0: Sure <laughs> <show us laughs> was. Which I, they I honestly, I feel like skin. they really wimped out on that one. <laughs> 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 they, they should have just gone the whole way. Come on. What it should have been? It should have been there. a
1: dog doing a fatality on itself.
0: Oh my no, god. No, I, <laughs> I
1: meant the name of the
2: Oh, they should have just called it, it Pussy Galore. They should have <laughs> just had Pussy Galore. Why not?
0: It's there, it's right there.
2: I, I mean, later on they have the Postmobile. Yeah. Right?
0: Exactly.
2: They is, know is that, that what it, uh... Like the Pope sits in the Mobile. Pussy Galore rides in the Pussmobile.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this fucking Okay. Stand down,
2: Brigadier. The, okay. the Pussmobile. The Pussmobile. <laughs> This thing. They should not make a pussmobile. Like, it everybody knows,
0: like, I, I don't understand what the big problem is. Like, there was the James Bond villainess. I guess that maybe they're worried about the same name, but, like, I mean, there was the James Bond villainess, Pussy Galore, right? And she had all the cats, like, she was the really cool... Yeah. She had, yeah, like, that was the, that was the joke, right? Like, didn't she have a bunch of cats at home? Was...
2: Yeah, it's because she likes cats. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean yeah. so, yeah. I don't I don't understand the problem. Anyway. It's a it's a kids reference.
1: Kids these days are too sensitive, is that's the problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have cancelled pussy <laughs> After that's the
2: pussy dog Glore. unzips itself, <laughs> like the cat from cats unzips yes. itself. Which that's not a, a thing I wanted back in my brain. Then we get the opening sequence to a Bond version
0: of Let's Get This Party Started. <laughs> That, oh, I totally forgot about that. That's, that's one of the wildest choices in this. What because the fuck? It, the Bond <laughs> opening, yeah, sure, I get it. They're going for a whole thing. But why? Let's get the party started. I just, <laughs> I don't like, know. I still I don't, don't know. know why that's the choice. The more that I think about it. Like, one of the writers is like, what are we going to do for the song? Uh, <laughs> like they're so i don't know a lot of music choices in this film that are kind of incredible where it feels like they're like okay well we're warner brothers so we've got a big audio library right so all right we need a transition Mm. sting for 15 seconds um what should we do oh i know semi charm kind of life okay we'll do 15 (laughs) seconds of that and then uh we'll just end it and it's like wait but Nothing happened
2: what? in that scene that needed <laughs> that, music. We'll that's just a, play I think,
1: music. I think that's a good theory, but it, none yeah. of the songs that are played in this film are the original version. They're all covers. Yeah. So I, I don't think them, they yeah. did the Sony thing where they tried to like cross-market their own hot new pop songs. They... Maybe.
2: No, it feels like they did the uh, Donkey Konga
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they were hoping really hard they could sell the original score. For...
2: <laughs> like oh, maybe I'm sure it's my teams. Teams.
0: Oh my god!
2: So after that, we cut to a scene where Eagle Man is standing on top of a car at his used dealership, laying an egg and threatening everybody around him. That he's going to blow up the whole street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ha- he has the entire building lined up with C four. Yeah. It's honestly kind of scary. And then Eagle Man's like, I have something for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and pulls
0: out the switch. And pulls like, out a detonator. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Eagle Man's packing. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> it must be Eagle Man. I've got something for you. I love that this was yeah. the moment that we had to explain to Boyce that mascots typically are not the owners of their friends. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up!
2: Everybody knows that Ronald McDonald owns a <laughs>
0: large share of McDonald's stock, uh, he enough has to be to. A,
2: the the major
1: shareholder. We all know a controlling this. share.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, why else would they have him as the guy? He's got to be the owner.
1: And the Gromit is pissed about this fact. And Uncle Sam. Owns a controlling share in the United States, Incorporated. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
2: But then we have our loose cannon cop
0: dog. (laughs) Cop dog. runs over and, like, assaults the Crazy Eddie, was it? What was Uh, his name? Carlito. Right. Crazy Crazy Carlito. Carlito. Sure. The owner of his own
2: crazy car lot, where he sells cars at a low low price
0: so crazy to have such a nice deal yeah he does He's... the typical owner thing of standing out on the street corner in an uncle sam outfit on stilts yeah. the sun. Owners, owners owners of do.
2: businesses do this but uh so...
0: <laughs> he gra- tackles the guy and grab tries to grab the detonator which of course sets the detonator off Killing Mm -hmm. all of them instantly.
2: (laughs) All of the cops that have surrounded this car lot explode and
1: die. Well, do do they ever, beyond any degree of doubt, establish that the building has been evacuated?
0: We got a first-class nutcase here. Four hostages inside. No! No, 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 no. No. The minute he hits the button, the other... The human cop, mercifully, who is in very little of this film, screams out, oh my god, hit the deck kind of thing. And like all of them start running and trying to dive behind vehicles to not die. I don't think that we ever established that Crazy Carlito makes it out alive.
2: (laughs) No. My assumption
0: is that Crazy Carlito fucking dies. (laughs) So we go back to the police station and the chief is there who is about to retire in a week.
2: I uh, guess uh, and... Captain
0: Fleming, which, as you may or may not know, is a reference to James Bond. What the hell is James Bond? So... James
1: Fleming Bond.
0: Yes. Yeah. As he's well
2: known. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's telling his partner, the human cop, that Diggs, our dog, uh, has been suspended, and he needs to turn in his badge and gun.
0: Hmm. Yeah. At which point. We we start out, well, this movie does start out in a way that most of our dog films do, which uh, Jordan was a little surprised at for a moment, I felt. Because <laughs> you were like, wait, no, is this common? I'm like, oh, yeah, incredibly. Uh, as you mentioned, Boykes, you went, well, wait, they said they're not going to adopt this dog, so what are they going to, mm-hmm. oh, is <laughs> they so put it into a kennel yeah. uh, for obvious execution. Yeah, which... they're going to put, put that dog right. down. Absolutely. Yeah. Dog murder in my family dog movie in the first five minutes? It's more likely than you think. Well, that's, this the,
1: same, that's the same thing they do to cops that get discharged from duty, so...
0: Oh, that makes
2: sense. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. As the dog is waiting to get put down in the kennel, a periscope comes out of its... water bowl... <laughs>
0: For some reason. Yeah, yeah, as you do.
1: Yeah, there's a really tiny submarine in the swimming in the water of the boat, and the giant periscope comes out of it.
0: Okay, so what are the odds that they drugged the water bowl for yeah, what? the execution <laughs> of this dog, and all of it, this is its, like, dying, flickering, it,
2: like, Everything, like, runs, like everything after this moment off. is a dream.
0: It's a dream. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's the dying moments of their brain as this dog goes to sleep, finally. That would explain
2: a lot would. yeah. So the floor opens up.
1: <laughs> that wouldn't explain anything because that would indi- indicate that this dog saw Moonraker and Lethal Weapon to be able to <laughs> transport all of that into his d- dying dream.
0: Okay, but yeah. is that better or worse than the cats and dogs having all watched these and then decided to model their entire society around these? <laughs> yeah.
2: It's hard to say.
1: It's a dystopia either way, I think. Mm-hmm, the world mm-hmm. of cats and dogs.
2: Yeah. This is like a cyberpunk, you know, 2010. <laughs> oh my God. Cats and dogs. <laughs> so, a golden retriever, who I think is from the first movie? Question mark? Yes. Comes yes. out of the floor and is like, hey, we've conscripted you into dogs. We need you to come
1: s- save it's the world. dogs. It's called dog world. Dog- it is <laughs> called Dog World. <laughs> yes. I wish it was what? called Dogs.
0: Why is it yes. called Dog World? Why would it be Literal called Dogs? <laughs> why, why would it wait, be called anything? No, it's literally Dog World, yes. But the organization is called Dogs, D-O-G-S.
1: Oh, uh, maybe it, maybe the, yes. the headquarters the is called Dogs yes. Dog World then. I'm but sorry, I misunderstood. when the they jump
0: into the floor, they get whisked away to, to a gigantic water bowl that says Dog World on the side of it. This is... Is it like Discworld? Is that the I joke?
2: Do, <laughs> what of is of it's the on joke? the back
0: of a turtle. <laughs> what I don't is know. The joke? It's... There isn't one. It's a lot of references rather than jokes, to be fair.
2: So then that goes down a, a tube into a vehicle that then goes down another tube and that vehicle has Five speeds. <laughs> <sighs> back stay k7 k8 and k9
0: that's right we're taking this baby to k9 <laughs> i kind of do like that they put it into stay to park it <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I like that. yeah i i like that's cg
2: but I actually think they did a pretty good job with some wait, of the props no.
0: in this movie. They didn't make Dog World? Boy, because I wanted to go.
1: They didn't create the giant lava
2: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> wait. You're make, make, wait, you're going
0: to Water dish too,
2: World? You're going to give me shit about so Crazy Carlito not being the owner of his own fucking <laughs> car lot, and you're over here thinking Dog World exists?
0: Come on. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted one bit of magic to exist in the world. Come on. But, yeah, they whisk off to there. They decided to recruit this inept, uh, out-of-control cop who just blew up a used car dealership because... I I guess. He's a maniac cop. Jordan, you've seen it three times. Can (laughs) you give any insight as to why the fuck they just recruit this dog?
1: I have... I genuinely have no idea. I think... I think it's just because they pity him because mm. they don't want him to get put down and that's the reason
0: they, i i kind of love the fact that they just brush over so many different plot points in this movie because like they well they have the whole cop thing where the cop's like oh no they can't oh beans they can't put down my dog and then yeah they just like randomly show him once putting up missing posters after yeah. about another 30 minutes in And then he's at the very end of the film and nothing else. Like, they just don't bother with that plot at all. And same with this dog being a recruit. Like, there's no reason to have recruited him. There's none. So your feedback is that there should be more family shit. No, my feedback (laughs) is I'm glad they did this. It made it way better than Cats and Dogs 1. They cut out all the family shit, and every time that they're like, they spend half a moment that's maybe why i think this film kind of works in a way is that like it's not good but at the same time by the time that you realize how fucking stupid something is they're on to the next thing that's way stupider so it just yeah. doesn't really it doesn't really matter and they never really go back to anything else like they recruit this loose cannon cop. Why? I don't know. Because they wanted to recruit a loose cannon cop. Shut up! We're now gonna go and fight Pussy Galore for <laughs> cat. They, where Pussy Galore is gonna release its hot mixtape that it downloaded off, off. We gotta, we gotta fight Pussy Galore. <laughs> Getting the pussmobile. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It, it just kind of keeps yeah. going. So yeah, he gets recruited into this world because Kitty Galore is out dropping a Call of the Wild CD that will make all dogs go crazy? Well, they definitely wouldn't go to heaven. We've already determined No, that.
1: they go to dog world.
2: Yeah, they go to dog world. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> which is so, <laughs> Which is <laughs> yeah. hell. Which is cool, because we all know Satan rules. Mm-hmm. That's what we learned. Mm-hmm. So the important We're thing here... We've seen all dogs
0: go to heaven, too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Is that call of the wild? We never actually hear the call of the wild. <laughs> like I, my my imaginary thought of what this mixtape is is it's all pan flutes.
0: In two days, I will unleash a sound only those droolbag dogs can hear. A sound so devastating, so terrifying, it will drive all dogs completely
2: insane. I call this sound
0: the call of the wild. Yeah, I was... Well, I was thinking that it was going to be... I I thought you were right. I think you mentioned it while we were watching it, that it was going to be who let the dogs out, which... That's what a hack would write. Yeah. Which is exactly what (laughs) these people would write. I'm surprised they never went there.
1: That that doesn't make sense, because that would make all humans go insane. (laughs) Right? The dogs... I don't think the dogs would particularly care. (laughs) Hmm.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. That makes sense. So... Yeah, we find out after they go to dogs, which is the dog secret spy society. Mm -hmm. And we get a cameo from Skate Dog. Uh, (laughs) First of all, that dogs wipe their ass when they poop. Yes, obviously, which is important. And second of all, from Lou, who is actually the leader of dogs now, who is the beagle from the first movie, uh, that Kitty Galore wants to play her mixtape. And drive all dogs in the world crazy. Uh, and it's up to Diggs to stop it because...
1: He's the best. I guess.
0: I, I guess. <laughs> he blew up that car dealership real He did good. blow up that car dealership. Then we cut to... There was a Game Boy somewhere. <laughs> it's because there was a security guard that was standing outside. And he was playing Game Boy. And then the dogs yeah. were breaking in and they distract him
2: oh yeah yeah so he gets he gets pulled away from his game boy which is the saddest goddamn thing i've ever heard and the dogs break into where the hell were they breaking into
1: they break into the the tower i think to breaking into a tower to to the pigeon yeah oh to meet the pigeon that kitty Mm. galore is trying to kill even though we know one of the dogs has a jetpack so they could have just flown into the tower
2: Game Boy. Oh, oh, I know you don't want
0: Wait, was he
2: playing Game Boy? <laughs> oh shit!
0: What do you think he's got on there? Pokemon Yellow, Probably Pokemon Kirby. Red, Pokemon Green, green.
2: Pokemon um, Gold, Pokemon Silver, <laughs> Pokemon, Gold. <laughs> Pokemon Pinball. I bet he's playing Donkey Kong 5, The Journey of Overtime, in space. Let's
1: go. <laughs> we can only hope. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, that's why 100% oh, Donkey Kong <laughs> <laughs> in front <of> the time.
2: <laughs> That's true. This go the other thing we find out is that Kitty Galore has an iMac. And works for Jack McBrayer at the circus. Yeah, his name is Chuck Tingle, the magician. That is not true. <laughs> no, that is,
1: that's a hundred percent true. I wish that was true. <laughs> his name's Chuck something.
0: It might as well be Chuck Tingle. Chuck the Magnificent. Chuck the Chuck Tingle is magnificent. So Chuck there the you Magnificent
2: go. doesn't imply his last name. It could be Tingle. Exactly, like I said.
0: Ch- and Chuck Tingle is magnificent, so it all works yep. out. It's definitely so, Chuck Tingle.
2: So as they're going to this tower to interrogate this pigeon to try and get information about Kitty Galore's master plan. And where Kitty Galore is so they can stop her. Uh, another cat shows up in a spy suit. And the dogs are incredibly sexist to her. Which is oh, important yeah. because everybody in this movie is
0: incredibly sexy. Yes. Right. And it, then... We're just referencing James Bond. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: It's, yeah. Whenever I whenever I engage in some of the old ultra misogyny, I justify it by saying it's a James Bond reference. Mm-hmm. So
2: the cat gets mad and then pauses the film and cuts "I heart cats" into Dig's chest with her claws, uh, and then unpauses and continues the cutscene, which is happening. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: The jumps out the window and tries to go after the bird because yep. the bird flies yep. away. And then everybody pulls out jetpacks and wingsuits and all kinds of things right. so we can go through an Xbox 360 level, <laughs> <crack> you <Yeah, laughs> flying, is what flying I say, through the yeah. wings, yeah, across the city. You got, like, that little bit of fog so you don't have too much of a render distance.
2: Yeah, yeah, they have a draw distance, which is weird. Oh but as, as the pigeon's escaping, he says, I have a dozen eggs at home, you can have six to the cat. Wait,
1: uh-huh. Why is this pigeon willing to kill six of his own children? <laughs> like more, it's such a specific number. He's willing to yeah. give up more than half of his children.
0: Yeah. What? Well, well, I mean, you know, so you got a bargain. It's fine. <laughs> well, you is need it? to
1: you need to start below what you're actually yeah, willing you to pay. To, it's a bad <laughs> bargain.
0: <laughs> like, if you're starting at six, then it's going to go up to like nine. Okay, but. Do you, yeah, but do you want to have 12 children? Maybe this is a good bargain in <laughs> practice. To be what fair. The f- <laughs> you don't need right. 12 kids at home. That's a lot of mouths to feed. I get it. Diggs is a wild card and jumps off the jetpack dog. <laughs> and, yeah, D and decides to jump on it and fuck him up because. And cl- yeah.
2: clips the cat's wings. And then as they bring the cat to the ground and net her, they start waterboarding the cat. <laughs> 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 find out information about what's happening. Where's Kitty Galore?
1: I don't know.
0: No! No! Don't like the water, huh? No.
2: Anything but water. I beg you.
0: and that is not a valid interrogation technique. Back off, Butch. This is how we do things downtown.
2: And then we find out that the cat's name is Catherine, and she actually works for Meows. Which is a... a rival cat
0: agency it's not
2: really a rival though because they they work with dogs
1: but they well, don't like to work with dogs. They don't like, like to, to work yeah. with dogs. It's
0: it they're yeah. it's like if it's like if um like Russia and the US have to like do joint intelligence against like China yeah. or something. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, they like, begrudgingly
2: it, it, work together. Yes, yeah.
0: It, it's it's there's a rogue Soviet agent essentially and the Soviets and Americans have to work together to find them. Dun, dun, dun. I did notice something that Catherine is a Soviet kind
2: of and her agent number is forty-seven, uh, which implies that she's killed a lot is of it fucking actually? people. Yes, <laughs> she's oh my god, Agent Forty-Seven okay. from the Hitman series. I totally Missed it. I totally missed that. So, like, who is she murdering? For for Is she just well, like twisting pigeon... cats' necks and pigeons, and like, what is happening? <laughs> we go back to dogs, and they call out meows to talk to tab Lazenby uh who (laughs) by the way the wiki for cats and dogs has trivia about tab Lazenby uh it says Mm -hmm. he's a masochist (laughs) that's it
0: needed to know that thank you fuck well i mean he is voiced by sir roger moore so i mean you know i guess uh, so
2: then we learn a little bit more about Kitty Galore's background first of all Kitty Galore is named Ivana Clawu. Mm-hmm. don't like that and then we find out that Ivana Clawyou uh, used to be a cat with fur but was dumped in a <laughs> vat of acid aka the killing joke <laughs> <laughs> yes lost all it... of her hair became disfigured as a sphinx cat
0: She was on assignment at a cosmetics factory when a guard dog chased her into a vat of hair removal cream.
1: (laughs) Careless beyond
2: recognition and humiliated by her fellow agents, Ivana left Meows and returned to her home. And then decided to destroy the world and take over humanity.
1: She decides to destroy the world because she was thrown out of her house for being too ugly.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah. And yes, and, she and then she went on a talk show, <laughs> and shot the host, <laughs> and started a whole cult of gross men
1: online. <laughs> she threw up a she threw up a hairball on the host.
0: We live in a meow society. We live in a society. God damn it. God but, damn it. it. It's uh... It's what incredible the f- how why? much they reference a lot of just random why? shit in this film.
2: Why would you make a killing joke reference in your kids' <laughs> movie? <laughs> of all uh, I They make a
0: Hannibal one later,
2: but like, why?
0: I was going to say, they get worse than that. They're, there's a lot worse than that. I was going to say, why yeah. do they make a Terminator 2 reference in this? But I actually know the answer to that, and I'll get to that later. So Is I, it because the writers are can. old? <laughs> no, I have a I have a legit reason why they actually yeah. go ahead and do the Terminator thing, but all right yeah. So she kind of gets turned into a sphinx cat by guess. acid. As all sphinx, did you cats know that acid are. can
2: change the breed of cat?
1: Well, this was a special purple acid. You understand? Oh, that's true. true. It's the mm. maybe
2: it's the ooze from the Power Rangers movie. Like, I even ooze showed up.
0: <laughs> God, I. I'm the galactically feared, globally reviled, universally despised—they call me Ivan
2: Ooze. That's that's a deep cut. Anyway, so next, they're told to go to a house where they can find a cat where uh, Kitty Galore last was, uh,
1: and they go to this house. Uh, Jordan, do you want to describe what happens at this house? Um, So when they they get to the house and they walk in and uh, immediately sort of this soft, mellow music starts playing and we pan around this this, uh, nice, brightly lit room to see all the cats sort of crooning and relaxing and making it very clear that at this moment they're not all there mentally. And it's heavily implied. I think heavily implied is too light of a term. It is overtly (laughs) said that these cats are high on weed
0: yes yeah. yeah no no No. they they say um the the crazy cat lady quote unquote that they're trying to show here they're like ah crazy cat ladies such enablers they're all on catnip <laughs> and She's just she just her dumping, dumping big buds on it. the ground yeah
2: dumping a whole bag of buds on the ground what's up with these guys
0: hopped up on catnip cat ladies such enablers which, if this is the way that you actually got weed, I would... I'm in. <laughs> Send me to Grandma's house, where she just dumps big flowers on her, like, big floods on the floor. I'm cool with it. <laughs> they have a blinking contest with the, uh, like, wall clock cat and stuff. Yeah, like, they, they do. they really go for it. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. They're sitting there watching it, and they go, whoa, look at bling! <laughs> Kids know.
1: love weed. And, and They love weed,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah I mean my sales at the local elementary school say this. <laughs> as it turns out, yeah well oh, they do <laughs> yeah the Dem- demand's high <laughs> it's fucking then they movie. they
2: move through the granny's weed house to to her laundry room where they find Wallace Shawn on all fours wearing a collar.
0: Oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. No, that, that was just Wallace Shawn. Weirdly, they CGI his face to have it move because I guess he can't do it that well anymore because he's pretty old. Wow. They, they only have, like, two articulation points on his face, too, which is just a little creepy for Wallace Shawn. But, I mean, uh, he, he kind of only had two articulation points on his face before this, so it makes sense.
2: I want to say that this was the sidekick for Mr. Tinkles in the first movie as well. So this is supposed to be a callback, yes. I think. Yes. But he, he realizes that they're there from dogs and meows, so he hits the danger button, which causes his litter box to fucking explode into an eruption of litter and <laughs> no, shit. No, no,
1: no, it slowly fills the room. And piss that's filling yes. the
2: room.
0: <laughs> but it does erupt in a shower at first, and it's and then it slowly starts filling up the room where they're all going to die until Wallachon realizes that he is also in the room, and therefore will also die.
1: die. You're inside too. No, I'm long gone.
2: Outside, safe and sound. Why you losers are in here,
0: trapped in a rising tide. I oh, mean,
2: I'm. I'm,
0: I'm. Ah! Get me out of here. I'll tell you anything. Anything. Which, oh no. Okay, That, that joke was actually kind of good. <laughs> then <But> he's sitting <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're all dying here. And it's like, you're in the room too. Alright, yeah, okay. Well maybe I should lay it all out.
2: Yeah, maybe I should let yeah. So then Granny opens the door, gets literally buried in cat piss and shit. <laughs> and is never seen again.
1: Kids film. Like she, she gets buried under a big mountain. I think I don't know if she'd be able to get out from underneath that no, or even no. get back up for that matter. She,
2: she couldn't even hit her life alert. <laughs> no. She's just gone.
0: Yeah, she is incredibly buried under like three hundred pounds Whoa. of cat litter.
2: So uh, Wallace Shawn tells them kind of a little bit more about Kitty Galore's plan. Uh, they, but he doesn't know where where Kitty Galore is. So they say something like, "You'd have to find a real crazy the, old cat." To, it's to maybe know. the most contrived
1: thing in the entire it film.
2: Doesn't make any sense, but he's like, I know where one is. Yeah. Alcatraz.
0: Alcatraz. Specifically, the pigeon knows, too, which is really (laughs) like, it's not even that like, Wallace Sean's character knows where this cat is. It's just instantly the bird goes like, wait, I know where there's a crazy cat, and it's like, does that matter? Wait, why would that matter? And yeah, and as as you mentioned too before, Boys they do Alcatraz, and they don't call it Alcatraz. It's just yeah, Alcatraz. they ruined it. Come on, they ruined it. They ruined it's it. right there.
2: Yeah. So because anyway, they go to Al- they go to Alcatraz, and they meet Mr. Tinkles, who is actually Hannibal Lecter,
0: who even does the <laughs> <laughs> thing, right? Oh no, they. I mean, it's the Jordan, whole fucking speech. Yeah, as Jordan mentioned when we were watching this, like. You can, like you were saying, that they put Hannibal Lecter on the gurney in the room. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's a a hundred references across all of the movies immediately in this one scene. Like, they just try and cram in every single moment. Like, he does the, like, oh, I'd have your liver with uh, some ocean fresh friskies and a nice bowl of milk and all Uh, i guess yeah all all of that and he's in the mask for some reason and he's also tied to the gurney and then (laughs) he's got anime posters on the wall (laughs) (laughs) makes
2: no sense why is there a lucky star poster
1: He machine guns out all these different lines uh, in reference to Silence of the Lambs to the point where the dialogue they're having doesn't make sense anymore. It's like the references are more important than the continuity of the scene. It's so stupid.
0: Yeah, no. this scene gets really bad with it, where it, it starts to just be like, I don't even know where they're going with this, other than they figured that it was another way to ham, like just jam in one more thing, like, <laughs> cram one more reference that, in there. That writer thought it, they were the lambs.
2: absolute geniuses. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever wrote that one, Mr. Tinkles tells them that The cat's eye reveals all, and that's all I will tell you. It's a riddle, you see. Solve my riddle. Solve my riddle, Batman.
0: I I forgot about this because I don't remember how they solved this riddle. I don't remember this at all. Uh, Uh, It's
1: it's not, it doesn't really end up being a riddle. I don't know if he actually knew the answer or if this was just a coincidence because if he truly knew and he was trying to give them a hint, that would mean he saw the footage of Kitty Galore with the name of the magician in the reflection.
2: Yeah, because what they do is they they use Photoshop to zoom in on Kitty Galore's eye Mm. Oh flip it and then they enhance. Oh
0: like my god! Like fucking CSI. Right. That's the cat's eye. Okay, I totally missed that. That was the cat's eye thing. Mm-hmm. How the hell did he know that? <laughs> that just makes no sense. Well, you see,
2: Mister Tinkles has access to Photoshop. <laughs> I yeah. okay.
1: So, Maybe he has cable TV too. Probably that's cable how he saw TV, Yeah.
0: In any case, that doesn't happen yet, because first they're traveling back from Alcatraz, where they get attacked by uh, the mercenaries that were hired by uh, Kitty Galore, which are two Scottish Garfield tabby orange cats. Which <laughs> I guess. Bet Midler, as Kitty Galore says, I always wished I saw Garfield in a dress, which is a whole thing that we don't want to unpack here. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, then they have, like, Angus and something else? Duncan. Duncan. Right. Of course course it's Duncan, I should have (laughs) realized. Yes. Uh, I do like some of the things they have here go ahead sorry Jordan
1: uh, yeah I just want to ask do you think this is a reference to the, the Scottish James Bond villain that, that's as much as I know but... it has I, to be it, I think yeah. that it's gotta be I yeah. don't know
0: it, uh, everything in this is a reference if we didn't know what the <laughs> reference was that doesn't make it less of a reference
1: No, <laughs> no none I, of the
0: kids watching it understood a single reference <laughs> and it didn't stop them from making those ones I did like the leash snipers <laughs> that they yes, leashed that's the that's dogs
2: with, with yeah. and then that they were cool, planning yeah. to hang and drag them behind the boat until they drowned and
0: died yeah that was really rad I like that part yeah that area. was a there's good part there's nothing better yeah. than choking out and drowning some <laughs> kill hauling some dogs yeah. and that, they, that they do one have time... these like uh, retractable leash Uh, like, they have a gun that basically is a retractable leash and it hits the collars of the dogs, which is a good it's a good bit. It's a good joke. It's a good bit, yeah.
1: They do miss out on a really obvious joke with the sniper rifles uh, because the rifles have a a red dot sight and they don't have the cat chasing after it or anything. No, they don't. Yeah,
0: I thought that too because they went over the bird
1: at first with the red dot and then it went
0: over to the cat and the cat goes, sniper, get down! And not (laughs) You know, yeah. oh, look, a laser sight. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, it's what, right there. What, why was Stan Lee there? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that about? What it was, was the about? laziest Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> was
2: like really a-
1: he was literally morning. sleeping. Just yeah, no effort put into this cameo yeah, at all. <laughs> right. Oh, so, anyways, the after they kicked there.
2: the cats in the bagpipes. Kick him in
0: the bagpipes, but...
2: And kick them off the the mm-hmm. boat. Uh, We find out that the pigeon supposedly was given blueprints by his cousin, which is why Kitty Galore wants to kill him.
0: And he's like, oh, those secret layer blueprints. Oh, I should have mentioned (laughs) those, like, an hour ago.
1: Every time the plot in this film progresses, it's because the pigeon remembers something. It happens, like, three times. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. So... At that point I have a note that says we solved racism, but I don't remember what happened.
1: <laughs> That's when okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the main dog, <laughs> the main dog Diggs gets injured oh. during the fight on the boat okay. on the boat back from Alcatraz. So he goes mm-hmm. back with uh, with the cat to her home <laughs> and they have a moment with uh, with uh, the cat's uh, nephews and nieces uh-huh. um, who are really nice to Diggs and Diggs says Wow, your your nieces are are so cool. They're not scared of me at all. And then she responds by saying, I guess I haven't learned to be scared yet. It's (laughs) it's such a a powerful (laughs) message about how we need to come together.
0: Ouch! Oh, come on. My nieces are tougher than that. Yeah, they're unbelievable. I mean, I'm a dog. I can't believe they don't hate me. Well, I guess they haven't learned to yet.
1: Oh, good. Stop racism, Um, folks. We did it. (laughs) <laughs> holy shit they nailed it they solved
0: racism I I never thought of it that way you know
2: if you just went up to everybody on the street and say stop being racist
1: we could solve so many problems really we only need seven billion dollars to stop racism globally was
0: just a first dropped off
1: uh-huh
0: yeah uh-huh. and then he goes to and he goes to meow's into the meows headquarters to, yeah. to recuperate and- <laughs> And that's when they use Photoshop, right? Yeah. Yes. And that's also where we have, again, more of the whole extremely ham-fisted, well, what if we all got along?
1: Then we wouldn't need these pussy mobiles. Then we
2: wouldn't need the pussy mobile. Within the eye of the cat, they see a Chuck Tingle cover, which then is taking place in an amusement park. So they're like, oh, Chuck Tingle's at the amusement park.
0: Yes, which is Playland. Which I do actually have a little yeah. more IMDb trivia on. Oh it's boy, San Francisco's Playland, which is a real park that existed, and oh. as you might expect, it's incredibly timely because it closed in 1972. Wow. <laughs> what? It's we're, a 40-year-old theme park.
1: Were yes. the writers from this for, for this film encased in ice like Captain America and Thor just to write this film? Correct, yeah.
0: Yeah. Somebody froze them back in the, like, early 90s and then uncased them because they realized they would need them for Cats and Dogs too. (laughs) (laughs) Who can we tag in? And then they, like, open up a pod and there's the three writers.
1: Yeah, all the other writers were busy.
0: God... (laughs) I like to imagine that they've, like, been mutating these writers in vats growing them for years. We they were put in writers, the purple a acid, too. Oh
2: yeah, maybe they fell with the acid. It's the killing joke again. <laughs> they yeah, yeah, yeah. they
1: lost 30 years of memory as a result. God. And all right. their body hair.
2: So... <laughs> Come on! So, okay. So, so then Catherine and Diggs try to sneak into the amusement park by riding Ooh. a moped... With a sidecar that has a dummy in it, which has a hand that's rigged up just to throw
0: change out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this was really good. Also, Excellent okay, paint. I do want to mention, yeah, because he has to pay the toll to yeah. get into the park, so yeah. they have like, but, I guess the the, be- the okay. This is a really good moment, though. I actually thought this yeah. was hilarious because also, as the attendant goes like, "Oh, like you need to pay," uh, the cat Catherine leans forward and flicks a switch that says arm, which of course means the puppet's arm, which flicks over and throws all the change at the guy, Mm -hmm, which mm I, I, I don't know. I appreciated it. It went far enough that it was good for me. That was the best joke in this movie for me. Welcome to Playland. Parking is (sighs) $5. Enjoy the park, sir.
2: At that point, as they're about to, to get into the park, they're trying to figure out how to sneak in, and they see a mascot who obviously owns the park because he's sitting out in front of it. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, the owner uh, is there, yes.
2: Yeah, uh, Jordan, what <laughs>
1: happens with this mascot? Well, boys, uh, as you wrongly predicted that they were going to knock the mascot out cold. Uh, Instead, what happens is uh, Diggs grabs a a block from the back of of a a car that is transporting a lot of blocks, Mm -hmm. um, and they do actually kill the man. They throw the block at his head, and he passes out. Yeah, they bash his brains in with a a piece of lumber. (laughs) Human life is considered expendable in this film. Absolutely. I
2: guess. Right, so that way they can sneak in as the mascot, which they do to get into the magic show. Mm -hmm. Which is actually a trap, because there's a dunk tank, and Jaws is there. Wait, his name's not Jaws.
0: Pause! Pause. Pause.
1: Excuse me.
0: Pause is there. The very timely Jaws reference. (laughs) Not the movie Jaws, but the James Bond villain Jaws with the gigantic metal teeth. I guess.
2: So they tie them up above the dunk tank and are going to drown them in it. You know, a kid's mm-hmm. movie. Yes. Uh, I don't even remember how they get it. It was something to do with the, the collar, but it's not really
1: important, yeah, they, I guess. Uh, uh, Catherine uh, releases uh, Diggs's collar, and then she uses uh, part of the belt buckle to open her the lock on her chains. Mm. Yeah, but then she the drops belt the belt into the tank of water, um, and then in order to save digs she needs to get the belt out uh, but she's afraid of water this is very well established like this uh-huh. is a phobia she deals with uh thankfully they deal with that in about three seconds she just decides yes. oh no i can't do this but i have to do this and then she dives in and that's it aquaphobia dealt with first we ended racism yeah, yeah, now we've ended racism. aquaphobia,
0: aquaphobia. <laughs> wow this movie's going on well. all these things
2: Right. Uh so then the magician
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh Chuck Chuck uh, Tingle. Break, breaks out of his closet that he's tied himself up to for who knows what. So he's also a masochist, <laughs> as per the wiki. <laughs> yeah. Well we need to we need to edit the
1: wiki and add that. That seems important. <laughs> this bit confused me a little bit because uh, when Kitty Galore yeah. leaves the caravan, he says something that to me implied that she did it to him because he sounds mad that she leaves.
0: Yeah. But then in this
1: scene, it seems like he was trying to do a Houdini-style escape act and it was just taking him a really long time.
0: And he was just practicing, yeah. yeah. They kind of flip yeah. back and forth as to whether or not they wanted Kitty Galore to have tied up the magician or the magician to have just done it to himself. They, they're they not entirely yeah. certain.
1: Well, he's an expendable character anyway, because in this scene, he dies when a a box (laughs) with knives falls on top of him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) fucking dies. Yup. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did they draw on that mustache? They sure did. (laughs) Sure (laughs) looks like it. Yeah. Yo, he died. (laughs) Yeah, he fucking
2: died. (laughs) Ripped ripped to a real one. And And then he gets back up. He does Alleluia. resurrect himself yeah. as magicians
0: uh, are wont to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was three days later, so it's like kind of slow. You know. But he got there eventually. He goes outside, and they're trying to figure out where the satellite is. And this is actually kind of clever because it's actually one yeah, of those it. rotating swing rides. And the top
0: of it is actually the satellite. Yeah, it's a so. hidden satellite, which I, I thought that yeah. was clever. I like
2: I think that's cute, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he sees Kitty Galore up there. He climbs up, falls over, dies, being swung in a circle with his head bashed against the ride over and over again.
0: <laughs> and in the meantime, the rest of the cast gets out and then dives in. Like I don't quite understood uh, understand how they like flew in on a plane. They all they parachute in and, like, parachuted from a plane in. somehow. But they were like already near there right because they well, yeah see stuff going on so it it's just
1: weird maybe important to clarify that the crew had been split up at one point sure. uh one half was cha- was going directly to the carnival to chase kitty galore yeah. and then the other half was meeting up with the cousin pigeon to get the mm. blueprints to figure out what was going right. on and at this right, point yes. they've met back up again and i think maybe they used the jetpack all together and then drop down onto the swing that could be a, it. it. It doesn't,
0: yeah, yeah. A, I don't know. It doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> it, Whatever, it doesn't matter. They parachute into this satellite swing thing, and mm-hmm. this is where the Terminator 2 reference comes <laughs> in, because they have a fight with Paws, the Jaws knock off, and they have to kill Paws, and that's why it's a Terminator reference, because they couldn't, they didn't want to like do a very violent, like electric death for an actual <laughs> cat, and so they have it shed its fur first and become a weird Terminator robot. At which they do the da 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 dun music for, yep. and then they electrocute and kill it. Honestly, it a ham-fisted yeah. way to have violence and justify it as like it's
1: fine, kids. It's a robot. Yeah, couldn't they have it's just had a human thing. die? <laughs> the film is I mean, clearly not against that, so they could have just they should have just gotten Chuck to chew on the wires.
0: <laughs> just, I, okay, I want to see Jack McBrayer leaning yeah. over and chewing cables. Though. No, the, this, this movie enjoys killing
2: humans, it enjoys sexism, and it enjoys
1: torture. They could have just gone yes. all the way. <laughs> but it solved racism. I mean, that's a James Bond that sounds like a James Bond film to me. So <laughs> just, they nailed it. Nailed it. So, a- after they kill <laughs> Paws, <Pause. laughs>
2: <laughs> then the satellite goes haywire,
1: and they... Well, the satellite goes haywire because uh, Diggs, tricks pulls into chewing on the cable with the Baja mm-hmm. Blast going through it. Yeah,
2: with the Baja mm-hmm. Blast. Yeah. And, and then uh, Kitty Galore's pet mouse that she's been torturing the whole movie and threatening to eat, uh, decides to turn on her and unlock her seatbelt, which throws her out of the ride and into a cotton candy machine Uh that completely covers her in cotton candy, and she gets thrown up in the air, and at the same time, Chuck Tingle resurrects again (laughs) and lands on his feet in front of a tent, pulls out his hat, holds it out, Kitty Galore lands inside and is now a cotton candy bunny
0: cat. Yeah, and like fireworks go off from like the destroyed satellite. From the, the destroyed background. satellite, yeah. and everybody stands up and cheers, and they're like, "Holy shit, this magician's the best ever!" Which I honestly thought that was a decent joke too, in a way. <laughs> it's just a like, a good how joke. How absurd yeah. it was. It was well enough. Yeah. It's especially
1: like, funny uh, because there's there's a blink and you miss it moment earlier in the film when they when the dogs are looking up Chuck on the internet where you can see that all of his reviews are like one and two stars. Oh yeah. And it's especially yeah. weird because those reviews are on the website for the amusement park. People <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> just allowed to post. Uh, I don't know like uh, like Google reviews on the mm-hmm. on the website itself for all the attractions.
2: So after they stopped Kitty Lore from playing her mixtape uh, but not quickly enough because the entire Western <laughs> United States <laughs> and also yes. Albuquerque have gone mad from the music. At least the dogs have, and I assume yes. they all got put in a kennel and put down.
0: Based on also the way those the film cowards, was. never actually they play the Call of the Wild thing and they show the effects of it. We never hear the sound of it, and I'm mad. They should have. They should have actually gone in and done that. They really—they
1: could, couldn't afford the rights to uh, to the Badger Badger Mushroom song, so they had to, <laughs> they had to cut that from the script. Well, they could,
0: as it turns out. Badger Badger Mushroom demands a really high price. Hamster Dams cheap as shit. <laughs> That's no, I I think I know what it was though. I think it was actually
2: a DVD and not a CD, and it was a copy of Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How how would you beam that with a satellite, like straight into a dog's eyeballs? Straight
2: into a dog's eyeballs, yeah. As we all know, dogs can look up.
0: So, so Jordan, works. as you know, you were saying that you've watched you watched *Son of the Mask* and stuff as a kid, yeah, I, because you liked it or whatever. When you felt sick, I I'm pretty sure I saw *Jungle to Jungle Tour*. <laughs> <laughs> poor so bastard. There's my, there's my shameful. Uh, <laughs> And you want to know what I watched when I was sick? Snorks.
2: Moving on.
0: Come along with the snorks.
2: <laughs> okay, so afterwards, the cop finds his dog, because the dog goes back home, and... We find out that wait. I'm Diggs... oh,
1: sorry. I, I want to rewind for a second before we mm-hmm, leave the fun course. fair because we we completely glossed over the incredible story arc on the ki- of the kid who had the yes, best day you. ever. Oh,
2: right, there was a yes. kid. Yeah, there's a kid that keeps showing up. Yeah, yeah there go So ahead, please handle. There that. is
1: a a kid that first shows up during the waterboarding scene for comic relief because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're at a playground at that point, and the kid keeps going through a slide. Uh, so that kid's just there. It's probably around morning at that time, having a good time. Uh later that kid appears Yeah you've gotta have the... the
0: comic relief for the torture scene though. It's Absolutely. very important.
1: Kids mm-hmm. movie. Um later that kid appears on the boat back from Alcatraz <laughs> because I guess he and his mother or it's a girl actually, I think. Yeah it's a girl, uh, yeah. Yeah, they they went to Alcatraz together for a fun mother <laughs> mother-daughter bonding experience. And then in the evening, they went to the fun fair together. If there's
0: anything that yeah. Alcatraz is like, it's like a big adult playground. So it makes sense.
2: <laughs> Do you think they show every visitor that goes to Alcatraz the Hannibal cat?
1: No, because there is <laughs> I <mean, was> not. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to do that, but legally they can't because there's a sign that says no humans beyond this point. Oh, it did not <laughs> say no
2: humans. Yeah, it also said no catnip beyond this
1: yeah. point. There's a, a lot of legal trouble there between the human and cat side of Alcatraz going on oh, to this yeah. day.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that that, that kid oh, had a really good day. There. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Diggs goes back home. Uh, gets another call to duty by a fucking robotic squirrel playing the hamster dance. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we end on the only thing possible that this movie could ever end on. Uh, Mr. Tinkle coming back and deciding he's going to attack the world because it never ends. It's constant war. War is hell,
0: everyone.
1: And before he Cats signs off...
0: Will never end. Before yeah, well, Mr. Tinkle signs on,
1: he has to revive racism. He's, <laughs> he's, on, yes. he's on Jamaica. He's on vacation in Jamaica and he says Mon. And then his friend is playing the steel drums and has a, 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 a yellow, red, and green Rastafari head uh, hat yeah. and dreads on. It's.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 That was the Wallace Shawn cat too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, was yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wallace Shawn, the, yeah, Rastafarian is, um... That's a lot. Yep. yep. That's a <laughs> lot. They sure bring it back. Hey, Ringo, enough with the steel drums here. I'm trying to talk, Mon. Hey, boss! <laughs> I'm
1: Oh. I'm going to they end said end stop end racism, up. but they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, to say they. <laughs> then they also did the racism. So <laughs> I don't think There's they. say
0: if it's bad? Really? Don't, don't talk the talk if you can't walk the walk. I yeah, they didn't solve racism at all. Wait a
1: minute. <laughs> Well, that's why they needed to make Cats and Dogs 3. You're
0: not going (laughs) Shit, we fucked it up, we gotta try again. (laughs) We we made racism cool by accident.
2: Uh, And then, yeah, we end on Smash Mouth, but not Smash Mouth. It's fake Smash Mouth. I wish. Uh, And and clips of keyboard cat.
1: (laughs) Well, Smash Mouth playing Why Can't We... Or not Smash Mouth playing Why Can't We Be Friends.
2: Yeah. And
1: we know it's because they keep putting the cats in Rasta hats. It's
2: because of racism.
1: (laughs) apparently fucking it cats and dogs 2 says us back 15 years <laughs> on this front god i don't
2: this movie is very confusing in its message but and who it's for it's not but, for children no i don't think so but i think it's i think it is better than the first movie which was also not for children so
0: I yeah, I don't know. The more that I think about this movie, I feel like cuz this one has worse scores, not that that matters, but like if you look at mm-hmm. like any aggregate critic sites, like this one's considered worse than the first. And I think that I understand why that would happen though in that the first movie's garbage, but at least I think that it makes more sense as a kid's film. There's more stuff that's actually related to kids a little bit in there. Like, the protagonist is really young. so you can relate to the protagonist. You know what I mean? Like, this one, it's a loose cannon cop that has no reason to be there. In the first one, it was, like, a cute beagle puppy. And it's like, oh, I'm getting trained up. I'm going to be a cool spy. (laughs) Which, like, little kids would get that. Like, that... Do you know what I mean? Like, it it relates to kids. Whereas this one is all James Bond 70s references and weed jokes. And it, so, as much as this is mm. a better film for us to watch, we don't want to, like, no adult wants to watch this movie. So, who is it for? Jordan watched it three times. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) what you're talking about. The only thing that I have is that Jordan's not an adult. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. This I'm film so does not, doesn't fulfill the power fantasy of becoming a, a cop dog the way the first film does.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that
1: alone, it's worse. Exactly. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: And mm. yeah, really, you want to have, you want to train children that, you know, everybody wants to go out and be a really cool beagle puppy that's training to be a spy. Absolutely. Nobody wants to be the cop dog that blows up a used car dealership and then
1: <laughs> waterboard tortures a cat he really is incredibly evil but like, yeah yes he yes. Get, yes he does get redeemed and i understand that they tried to give him a character arc but he sucks so much for the first half of the movie like he, he is consistently ruining everything he waterboards the cat he yeah. uh i don't even remember like he blows up the dealership um, it's his, it's his fault that, that the, the room gets filled up with the cat poop and piss because uh, he rushes in instead of going yeah, in the cell.
2: He jumps on the jetpack dog's back, yeah, breaking true. his jetpack.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, for like a good three quarters plus of this movie, every single thing that happens where, like, they could have stopped this cat, like the, the kitty Galore, yeah. a hundred times... Except that this fucking dog that they've recruited for God knows what reason (laughs) fucks up every mission that they're on. Every single time. Every time he fucks something up. And it's like, you could just have not hired him. (laughs) Like, his whole arc is that he's bad at his job, so they hire him because he's bad at it? And then he continues to be bad at his job and they just can't figure it out. It's the weirdest (laughs) plot.
1: Well, his his redemption moment is, uh, for his redemption moment, he gets told by Catherine, you know, if you, uh, you can't follow orders. And then he said, well, I I realized a long time ago that the only person you can trust is yourself. And then she says, well, if you only have yourself, no one can ever help you. And that sort of makes the gears turn in his head. But that doesn't really make sense for this character because he's not hurt in any way, right? He doesn't have emotional trauma. He doesn't need People to help him in the first place.
0: No. Yeah, there's not anything established as to this character where it's like, oh, well, he doesn't trust people because he was given up for adoption and he had like this. Hor-. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they need to have that where it's like, oh, I have trust issues because of this thing? And they just not
1: They should have had have them had like a, a partner that went rogue on him, like someone exactly. who joined the evil cat organization. Like I want to see a yeah. dog ready to shoot him with a gun on the way out of a big bank heist or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like they need, but they really did need something like that. And then for a similar situation to pop up. But instead of being abandoned this time, they, like, save him, and then he's like, oh, wait, whoa, like, people are... Li-. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that be, like, the moment? Yeah. And instead, they kind of do the moment of, oh, well, it's when they're chained up and they're going to get drowned. And so they have the moment of, like, oh, well, you need somebody to
1: help you, or you're... No, that's in the... Ha- no, the reason yeah. he decides yeah. to change his mind is because Catherine pulls a splinter out of his ball. Oh, that was yeah. the splinter moment. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: you're right. You're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like... It, it needed to be a, a bigger moment like that, like, when they're drowning or whatever, and it needed to have, like, he got stuck in a similar situation somehow, as Meta- no matter how contrived that is. Like, they should have had that, and then, oh, okay, well, see, now this is a different moment, though, and people have changed. Not everybody is an asshole, like your former partner, whatever. And then, oh, okay, well, that's why I never listened to people, because I didn't trust this. But they just don't bother with it. They just, <laughs> eh, Fuck okay, it, we just need a loose cannon cop. Why do we need a loose cannon cop? Because Lethal Weapon was a cool movie. <laughs> that, that's literally right. the reason why it's there. So let's rate the dogs,
2: since we're done talking about that. Uh, Diggs is our main character, our fuck-up. Everybody hates Diggs. All my homies hate Diggs. <laughs>
1: all my homies hate Diggs, too.
2: Uh, I would rate Diggs, uh, cab. all cops. And boy, do I mean all cops, especially this particular dog cop are bastards. Out of 10. Worse cop
0: dog than cop dog. Absolutely. Because cop right. dog is a ghost dog. So Worst it, cop, cop dog, dog than nine. karate dog. Now, oh, <laughs> I don't know about that hold up. That is Chevy Chase. I can't, I can't get behind that. I'm not signing that one off. Diggs does right. suck a
2: lot though in this film. Horrible so, dog. So you would
0: say Diggs sucks
2: a lot out of 10. Correct. That's your. That's the score. What's your score, Jordan?
1: Um, I mean, if I would keep it simple, I would just say zero out of five. Hmm, mm, that's a good rating. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a bad. He's a bad boy, and I hate yeah. to say that about a dog, but it's true.
2: Uh, the only other dog I want to rate is Lou, who comes back, was the main character in the first movie, and is now wearing glasses and a tie. Is a very and a Christmas dog and a collar. Uh, is now I. It's it's great to see so much progress in so little time. He moved up from just a, you know, uh, a lowly intro level agent to head of the dogs, you know, organization so quickly. And as we found out from the wiki, uh, he might even live with his wife. He does have kids. They're not sure in the wiki. He (laughs) may or may not live with his wife. That's the trivia. (laughs) I would definitely I, rate Lou a dog-wife out of 10. Yeah, I would rate Lou a family man out of 10.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lou, Lou is pussy-whipped out of 10, for sure. Or doggy-whipped. Excuse me, kitty-whipped, please. Yeah, doggy-whipped, whip. my bad. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, okay, um, I don't have any other dogs I want to rate. That was pretty much it. No! No! <laughs> All the other no! dogs no! kind of suck. Oh, yeah, there are orange yeah,
1: characters. Yeah. What There's about like the dog with the things. that has the, uh, the, the toilet paper on its pool?
2: Oh, the dog that wipes its own ass?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a very smart dog out of 10. That is a mature, balanced, capable dog. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, Alright, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, thank you again for
1: joining us,
2: Jordan, a.k.a. Drinking with Skeletons. Uh, is there anything that you would like to
1: plug... Um, I guess I'll uh, plug my Twitch channel. Uh, I have a YouTube channel where I used to post long-form videos, but that's been inactive for a long time, and I don't think it's ever coming back. Um, so, yeah, you can find me. Uh, I stream video games uh, usually three nights a week on uh, twitch.tv slash drinkingwithskeletons. Uh, I'm, I'm a variety streamer. I don't really have any uh, like regularly recurring games that I stream, but I especially like uh, 3D platformers, uh, character action games and story driven games so if that sounds like it might be interesting uh stop on by sometimes
0: yeah check jordan uh, out absolutely for sure right, uh yeah. and you can always check out our stuff uh we have our twitter at rough cuts cast and you can also send us any suggestions for movies or like we've gotten fan art a couple times things like that if you want to send us anything you can send it to us on gmail so roughcutscast at gmail.com And uh, thanks, everybody, for the patrons. It helps us pay for watching. Cats and Dogs 2 uh, Boix like raises his eyebrows and rolls his head because Boix has to pay for all of these every yeah, time
1: can, can I get a reimbursement because I paid two ninety nine for the Blu-ray of the film <laughs> oh and because I didn't Ac- know we were going to watch it together. Oh man. Yes absolutely
0: actually yes I, I will do that. I apologize I had no idea that you didn't get told.
1: I mean I should have or... like I could have guessed from context clues because you always put the reaction moments in the podcast so I, like I should have known no. that you don't just make those up up for content. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
0: no, those are real. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you all for being here. It was a good time. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that we finally solved racism.
1: Yeah. Good job, Rough Cats. Rough yeah. Cast. Rough Cats. <laughs> rough Cats. <gasps> oh no, <laughs> that's the spin-off. That's the Evil Universe spin-off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, the thing is I can't sign out with a joke after you say I'm glad that we solved racism because the only joke is to revive racism like no! <laughs> did. and I don't want to do that! You can't no. be- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't this his establishment? <laughs> I think he was just the mascot. Whoa! Oh! Whoa, whoa!
0: Hold on! Yeah, generally, okay. Ronald McDonald is not the owner. Generally, <laughs> you, don't oh, well, you don't know that. You don't know that. I just thought that you should know. He's fearless, in the face of danger, and We don't know who the majority stakeholder in McDonald's is. Yeah,
1: you don't know that.